we are back. back. <laughs> yeah. That was like 30 seconds of comedy that nobody, nobody will hear unless they're listening to Stuck in a Corner live, live. at StuckInACorner.com. That's why you got to listen to us at 8 p.m. sharp Central Texas time. Uh, that last song that you heard, if you're listening to our awesome radio station, was You and I by Fresh Ghost. No, Fresh Squeeze. <laughs> fresh Ghost, I think, is another band that we have. Um, um, so many Fresh Squeeze. Yes. Sorry. Fresh Squeeze, a band out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I used to go to college with a bunch of those guys. Really? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Is that there. how we encountered them? Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's how cool. we know those guys. Uh, my name is Fox Evans, and this is Stuck in a Corner. Uh, and today is June 25th, Year of Our Lord, 2022. Yeah. Uh, National AARR Field Day. What does that mean? Um, it's an opportunity for amateur radio enthusiasts throughout the U.S. and Canada to set up temporary communication stations and make contact with like-minded people. Like aliens. Uh, <laughs> this is for this is the day that we are allowed to try to contact the future aliens. Yeah, get, pretty much. Get with them. Uh, they spend the weekend practicing community outreach, emergency preparedness, and technical skills. And it's basically like a lot of ham radio users. Uh, yeah, like that's that. really oh, yeah, good for them. I was, and it got me, it got me thinking. How do you make a radio out of a ham? It got me thinking. <laughs> How do you make a radio out of a ham? I don't know, but someone does. Someone did, and they made it, and it exists. And if I understand correctly, when you're on a ham radio, you have to have a license to operate a ham radio. Yeah. But once you have it, you can just operate it, and you can broadcast out to a certain mile radius on a certain channel and people will be able to hear it and I wonder if you can do amateur radio stations on a ham radio you probably can amateur radio stations amateur radio uh, stations hi I'm Dave Robinson I'm in, contr- I'm in charge of the sound effects thank you thank you Ooh, hiss. I couldn't even land my way through that or like fumble my way through that sentence or the one I just started uh, ham radio am- they brought you here, ham radio music station I think that's probably more excuse me you have a delivery I know I know where's the where's the tie buddy I can't be doing this right now yeah you can no, I, I, you I important really documents have been mailed to you right now this is ah <laughs> Dude, you just killed someone live on air. He, I pushed him off the couch. He has delivered it to an unretrievable location, so that's that's his fault. You killed him. Music is prohibited on amateur radio. Oh, really? That's or stupid. is it? Oh, is, I'm so confused. Is birdsong music, can we just play bird noises on a ham radio? Uh, it depends. Is it copyrighted? At what frequency can I blast bird noises straight into this cat's brain? Oh, Why no. you want to do that? I mean, nature sounds are probably fine. Just see what happens. Or like other ambient sounds, things, especially things you record. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can lose your license for broadcasting music. Uh, other ham stations will track you down, and then the FCC will take over. Fines, forfeiture of equipment, and more are possible for willful violations. Amateur radio is not the place to play radio station. Jeez, why did like what? Where did where do they get off? What what is it that makes them feel so superior for having a ham radio that you can like what you can communicate to other people? I That's, think it's the FCC that that uh, were were the people who made that. It's not. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm saying this person specifically uh-huh. sounds really excited that they have and really proud that he has a radio station and that it or a, a ham radio uh-huh. and that it's like some kind of honor and privilege that we have to protect and it's like fucking I can put a a wire with electricity running through it out my window and I will receive radio frequencies yeah. I can flip that and I will be putting them out there it's mm-hmm. not hard in Minecraft in Minecraft mm-hmm. it's not hard and with enough power you can make it reach a whole city mm-hmm. we've, we've looked into it so like I get why there's regulation for it because we want to make sure that everybody is being safe and nobody's like hurting other people but it's a ham radio, man. Like, anyone can do it. All I gotta do is buy a dish and make it into a, a dish. I don't know. I mean, you do have to have a license to have it to, to, to do that, though. And Or I could operate it without one. Yeah, you could. You could. I just fake my way through all of it in Minecraft. And like many things in Texas, you can operate without a permit. Uh, do you like all those animals we, we can have without a permit? Kangaroos. Um, oh, no, you have to have a permit for a kangaroo. But, you, do uh, you kind of have to have a uh, Morally, you should have a permit to have an orangutan. However, in Texas, it is not required for you to have a permit. That's almost a, a people, guys. That's almost a people. I would love to have. Well, no, I wouldn't. I would no, love... you wouldn't. It could rip your face yeah, off of your face. Yeah. As soon as I, I was like, I would love to have a primate as a pet. No, no. No, you wouldn't. They're so powerful. And they're too. They're too human. They're too close to us. They're too close to us. I but would... they don't have our brains. I mean, they have all of our power. So, like, I want to pet axolotl. That's, that's adorable. Yeah, but that's like fine. a pet, any kind of monkey, ape, chimp. That sounds terrifying. It sounds like. What about a kinkajou? What about a? I do like the kinkajous. Are those the tiny little like those are tiny? Those are the those are little sixteen to twenty-four inches in length. That's like just a cat again. They weigh three to ten pounds. That's just a cat again. Yeah, that's just if a possum was a cat. There are these little teeny tiny pygmy marsupial things at the aquarium marmosets they're, they're marmosets they were the most beautiful tiny little things and i wouldn't mind having one of those as a pet if one of those was really big and i saw it peering at me from around a corner and disappearing like the pygmy marmosets at the aquarium did i That's think true. i would actively kill myself because their faces perfect <laughs> no. in small form terrifying and large 
pygmy marmoset? The western pygmy marmoset? The pygmy marmoset is oh, one of the smallest marmoses. Like, that little dude. Look at their eyes. Yeah, all knowing and also knowing nothing. They're so tiny. Okay, but imagine if that was big. I'm on Adrian's mind wave right now. Imagine you, if that was big. That'd be scary. Do you know what they eat? <laughs> they eat juices out of some plants. <laughs> so they drink. They're so cute. They eat plant juice. They're like, little hum- They're like if a monkey was a hummingbird. A mongingbird. A mongingbird. A hunky? To kill a mongingbird. <laughs> <laughs> to kill a hunky. <laughs> to kiss a hunky. <laughs> Oh, if only, if only we could kiss a hunky. Um, but yeah, no, you're not better than other people for having a ham radio. That's all. You're not um, better than other people for having an axolotl and or a kinkajou. It's also a national catfish day. What about, um, an, like, the creature or the activity? The creature. Nice. Yeah, I was confused as well. Swim in the goodness of catfish while educating yourself and others about its wonders. <laughs> what about an olm? Have you ever considered an olm? What's an olm? Yeah. Imagine if an axolotl was, like, a serpent and also had no eyes. Oh my god, that, that sounds great. I want one so fucking bad. <laughs> that's awesome. He is so long that's and good. Cool. It's like if an axolotl was a worm and didn't have eyes. Okay, it's, but is, is he like easy to obtain? Because that's the I problem with the axolotls. They're like endangered. They're I don't know. Viewers, viewers at home, in the same way that a, that to a wolf or bo- a borzo might look like body horror, to an axolotl, an olm would also look like body horror. A borzo? Yeah, you know what a borzo is? Those fucking fucked up alien dogs. Anytime uh, you see okay, alien dogs, at... yeah, that's okay. an alien dog. You, I, it has an eye. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it's Russian, but the word has an eye in it, and we're just pretending that it doesn't. I'm just I'm just no, checking. I pronounce the eye. B o r z o i. Borzo. Wait, what are we talking? I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's a eye. breed of dog. You shouldn't have looked away. I <laughs> is silent. I'm just looking at pictures of Olms now. If I'm going to be quite frank, because um, I refuse to be fox anymore. Uh, Hi, Frank. But yeah, I think that t- I saw a cool poem and comic about how to a wolf, like a, a borzo, would be like absolutely horrific, or like the equivalent of a person seeing a fae, like something that is like you, but is like different teeth, different fur, different eyes. That's backrooms ass. And like what the fuck? Is that the dog you're talking about? Yeah, yeah borzos. Picture they're, that I was just assaulted with. They're like horses, but if they were dogs. Not in, the, not in the Dalmatian sense, but really like if a skittish horse was a dog. Okay, but like what evolutional advantage does that face have? Like what? They're running. How does that benefit them? How does that run faster? So imagine a greyhound. Imagine a greyhound, but, but fluffy. Stretch the the face forward even longer, and yeah, make them fluffy. I don't know what their purpose is. Greyhounds are awesome dogs. Greyhounds are cute. Uh, they, they, I can't believe they established a whole chain of buses. Like <laughs> as a dog, like that's they don't even have thumbs. That man. is impressive. Like, like, you know, it's because the dogs are running inside the engine chamber. Oh, like, that's like that Doctor yeah. Who episode with the whale. Yeah, it is like the Doctor Who episode with fucking the whale. nerds. Or like the Gravity Falls episode where it's only half of a man that's a robot, and he's powered by little guys. And for some reason, when the guys die, they all take a, essentially cyanide. And I don't know how Alex Hirsch got that one S and P approved, but it, he did. S&P? Yeah, I don't know what it means, but recently he's been out on Twitter talking about, like, hey, here's all the times I had to cover up, like, anything gay and or good in my in my show, and it was things like, please don't let the character of Seuss in Gravity Falls say that he's going to dress up as a teddy bear. We don't want to allude to furries. We, Disney, the creators of furries. Huh. We don't want um, the sheriff to, like, have his armor on the deputy, and he was just, and I was just responded with, like, nope, they're buddies, and they're, like, approved in this context. I... It's I saw a video that he was saying or was talking about censoring his show. Yeah. Well, I mean, so any TV show that, or movie or anything that is like being produced by any major conglomerate like Disney or Fox, they all like the writers will write a script and they will go for it and then they'll get a call and be like, "Hey, sorry, but you're gonna have to nix that. That's yeah. not you're not allowed to do that." Yeah. So he he he's put out a bunch of like, "This is all the times I've had to cover this stuff up." Now that you know, it's been the most recent Pride Month that has occurred and Disney just got off the tail end of you know like canceling several good actually queer shows and it's like, "Hey, you know this company that I worked for? Let's out all the times they had to be they were shitty." What did they cancel? They canceled the Owl House. What? Yeah, they canceled the Owl House. Too short uh, in its essentially long-standing life of what it should be. It's a good show. Why did they cancel it? Because it wasn't popular for the uh, whatever fucking group that they had based their judgment on. Or like there was one dude in Disney that didn't like it. The upcoming third and final season will instead be three 44-minute episodes. Terrace explained in a Reddit post that the Owl House was canceled because it did not fit Disney's brand. Quote unquote, did not fit was in a. What the fuck? Yeah. That's so frustrating. It's a gorgeous show. I haven't seen Owl House yet. It's, it's very, very good. It's, it's very, very good. The main character is like this super fucking weird bisexual girl. And like she has a girlfriend later on and it's like it's very precious and everything is horrific in this world and I love it. Well, it's like I feel like every TV show that I've liked that's been animated made by like an American company has very quickly nixed it if it's had any gays in it. Any uh, LGBT characters. Because uh, Kipo. Kipo and the Wonder Beast. Yeah. That shit should not have ended where it did. No, I did it not, not like it. And the only reason I feel like it did was because um, it got canceled too early in its life. It, well, the only reason I think it got canceled was because of like the one gay <laughs> character that was in there. And like they just kind of rushed the show too. Like once once they got the news, they were like, oh fuck, we gotta hurry up and finish it. And that's why it feels like they just kind of throttled their way through the end of the show. Yeah. 
It was good. Kimbo's it's, amazing. It's a great show. It's got a great soundtrack. Yeah, I didn't like the last season because it just felt... It felt like it was just too rushed for them, and I know they probably had really good ideas. Terrace's statement stipulates that the decision to cancel the show likely wasn't based on its LGBT content. Rather, she cited its serialized, serialized content aimed at audiences younger than Disney Plus wanted as the reasoning, claiming it came down to subjective taste rather than anything concrete such as ratings. The allegations, if true, are cer certainly supportable. The idea of Disney Plus skewing older is patently absurd, as the services includes copious uh, Disney Junior content specialized for the very young, while its popular line of Marvel Cinematic Universe programming is almost uniformly serialized. So it's like, okay, sure, it wasn't for the LGBT content, but then the other reasons you gave are also It's bullshit. too young so, for you, the Disney people? Yeah, it's too serialized for you, the I'm gonna make a TV show out of every Marvel IP I can. And like, you can't even say like, oh, maybe it was too old and they didn't want to say like no they make the fucking although the marvel movies which are geared for actively like adults and stuff i loved moon knight but i swear to god before it came out i didn't hear anyone say a goddamn thing about moon knight i've heard things about i heard moon a lot of you heard up. people asking for moon knight okay i heard a lot of lead up about well once they released it i didn't hear anything really asking about it yeah and i know that i'm not like everyone and i'm not plugged into every possible source so I, I don't hear everyone's voice but i don't know that people were asking for moon knight i only heard one thing loved and it, it was a several year old like game grumps bit where it's like mm, moon knight and they're like hey moon knight's getting a resurgence like yeah and that was it that was like five years ago <laughs> Thanks, Game Grumps, for I guess predicting uh, the popular Night culture. Prediction. Next yeah. up, Darkhawk. I would like to reg regretly. Reg reg I would like to regretfully inform you that we cannot have an Olmas pet. So what? Why? What, are, what do they eat? Oh, that makes sense. They're endangered and they're hard to keep as pets because they like to swim around in large areas. Oh. They need to move. They need to zoom. You think they're, we will get like a, a fifty-gallon? Go long. They're long. Oh. Go long. <laughs> Throws a fucking own. <laughs> <laughs> football. Own ball. Own ball. Hey, so, let's play this game with this endangered animal. That sounds so great. It's oh. in. It's in a football-shaped container. How long is an old? Like a foot. That's pretty wild. A football, you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's in a container shaped like a football, full of water, no air, uh, and oh. it's heavier than a regular football, right? Oh, so yeah. throwing it, holding it, and running with it is a lot harder. Plus, it's got all that momentum from being full of water. Oh. Although, if it's full, full, like there's no air whatsoever, the water won't move around. Okay, but no what happens if we fall on top of it and it squishes and hey, it kills no, no, it's made out of like plastic or some shit. Hey, what the fuck? Like hard plastic. I, I plastic? I'm just, is, that is not part of the. I'm fiating the idea that it's not going to break. Do I have to suspend my disbelief because I feel like that's like fiat? Just means let's assume that it is already taken care of. You never know how long Olms can live for. Apparently, hundred years. Too long. Too long. Sixty to seventy years, and possibly up to hundred. So like that's a range of. So an Olm is a pet that you should give to your child when they're born. It's an inheritance that is passed yeah, down. Yeah. So you, grandfather had this only. the way you do this is you get a really big plot of land uh, with like a pond or maybe you just build like a large tank or like a pool or something and you put the Olm in it and you take care of it and then your kid grows up and you start introducing your kid to the Olm and you make them take care of it and stuff too and it becomes their pet and they love the Olm and then you know 20 to I don't know 70 years later you die uh, and your kid is like well I gotta take care of the Olm now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I haven't lived here in like 30 years but if well, I don't. And then the Olm turns out to be a fucking dragon yeah, and now it's, it's the like, start of this fucking You haven't been in 30 years but when you come back it's massive and it's been living in the lake like a mile away from your house. Yeah, you know, I, at, when you're, after your child was born, you take them to the lake to get baptized, not through any kind of religion, but through the Olm. And like you put your child in the water, and like whatever Olm has decided to choose your child will like swim up and like swim onto your child and sit on their head. And you're like, ah, the Olm has chosen the child. One yep. does not choose the Olm. And like then like the parents baptize their child, like the Olm crawls out, crawls out of like their ear or something. Because like guess what? Now it's a, now it's a bond. The Olm chooses you. I'm sorry. Did you say it crawls into their ear? It crawls out of the well. The Olm for the adult crawls out of the ear, and then the new Olm will bond with the child, and then they it will then burrow its way into its ear. Why would it do that? So this. they can bond. Adrian, what are you doing? No, why? Why are you? It's a symbiotic relationship, and the Olm is their god. Okay, so now we're just God is in the basement. God's in the basement, and we get a new god every year, and we take our children to the lake, and each child gets their own god, and together they're one big own god. Welcome to Stuck in a Corner, a horror comedy podcast where we discuss creations that Adrian comes up with that torment. I was like so I come with the best monsters. I was so on board with this, just as like you guys can't be mad at me. I come with the best creatures. I thought I was mad. I didn't want. It to be a monster, and then it was made into a monster in like 0.5 seconds. I'm not saying it's a monster, it's God, and sometimes God's in the basement, and sometimes God's all seeing and blind on your No, ear. he does not have to burrow. No, in my in my world, these owns are just pets, and they grow and they live side by side, eventually flying to the seas and attacking, I don't know, things and people together. Sometimes the own bonds to your spinal column, and now you become the own person, and then like when you die, the own falls off and it's attack on Titan. Huh? I, I there's a, a lot of just like the primordial. No, it's something a, it's about a primordial just fungus. Fun. It's not fungus, but yeah. It's what everything. It's attack on Titan. They don't talk about it. It's like a little. It's like a bone skeleton thing, a dragon that like attaches to her spine. Yeah, the Ulm. <laughs> I, I, I kind of see it. I kind of see it. I'm clueless. I haven't seen Attack on Titan. No, no, that's, no, literally, it only happens in the last, like, ten episodes. 
Like, it's only at the end when this shit comes out. So it doesn't matter. So you have seen Attack on Titan? I have seen uh, seasons one to halfway through two, and then I saw some of the first part of season four and all of the second part of season four. And part three is coming out sometime next year, I think. Maybe this Okay, year. so hold on. Season four has already come out. Season four is in three parts. Okay, I was about to say, how is part three coming out after It's four? almost done. What is it, Star Wars? Um, but... Uh, but at the in the end of the show, you find out that uh, the Titans come from a, a lo- long ago, the Eldians, who are the people who are Titans, had a king who uh, took a young girl as his slave um, during some kind of conquest, and he mistreated her because she could heal herself, I think. I, 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 I'm going to be getting some of the details like chronologically mixed around. Um, the series is messed up but she runs away. She escapes. Uh, and she runs into this forest and she's being chased down by the Eldian guard and she falls into this tree and she falls into this pool of water and this creature that looks like a worm with lots of arms the Elden Beast is like, <laughs> the Elden Ring is like hey uh, do you want to be strong? do you want to be good? because I can fix this for you and she is not thinking or like not conscious but she's like yeah let's do it because you know you never should make a deal when you fall into a pool of water and there's a weird Elden Beast she becomes the founding titan I believe uh I don't remember why we started talking about Attack on Oh, because you likened an Ulm to the... To the... Whatever it is. Yeah. She took a very nice, good pet friend and made him burrow into your mind and took over your He's mind. still a good, nice, very good pet friend, but now he's with you for all eternity. Nope. Until why you, do I until, want that? Why I do I don't want that? I don't want that. That sounds very bad, not good. <laughs> you know, very the parts, not good the, the parts of your brain that makes you sad, if you want to get rid of them, he can do it, but if you want to keep him there, that's fine. He just helps you. This is an SCP, very literally, that I know about, and it's is horrifying. It? That's no, great. I, I mean, uh, it's not an Ulm, but yeah. That's great. <laughs> I would do wonders in the SCP community. I, just, I don't want to be SCPs. scared. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be scared. He's just there. <laughs> He's going to kill me. You ever gotten an itch inside of your skull? I have. Wish I could get it. I can't. You've had an itch inside of your skull? You ever had an itch inside? <laughs> You've had an itch inside of your skull, like where your brain's at? Yeah. There's no nerves in your brain. You don't feel anything there. Well, I don't know what to tell you. That is a, that has to be like wholly a mental, like, uh, experience that cannot be a physical, a physiological thing that happens. You can't tell me what to do. I'm I not mean, telling you what you're doing. I'm you can saying have like, that it's you have itches instead of like your nasal and like yeah, ear cavities. There are nerve endings, and there. that I would like to have something to scratch every now and again. That's what he's there for. He's got little <laughs> arms. Oh he's god, got, that's terrifying. He's got it's little like, hands. It is. It is also worth noting that you can't get to the brain through the ear. Not without breaking shit. Not without like clawing through tissue and bone. There's a mucus in the brain there. I've seen, I've seen your eardrums. That's how cocaine works, isn't it? Like, you just, it goes straight no, it goes into your bloodstream, which then goes to your brain, passes through the blood-brain barrier, and enters your, your synapses. Mm. Um, I've seen your eardrums. Because your ears are connected to your throat. Well, we've already established that apparently this thing is eating away at yeah, your brain. It, it, so it's only if you want it to. It, it doesn't in. have to. It digs in. So maybe, how else would you fucking communicate with him? Tell me that. Riddle me this, Batman. Riddle me piss. Well, it can either burn to your brain if you would like it to, or it can attach to your spine. Whatever you want. Uh, either way, it's got to dig through something. Can it, I tell y'all about it? It doesn't have to dig. It holds on to your, your skin like with his little hands. You ever seen like the, the baby apes in Tarzan where they're just kind of like clinging on? I don't, know, I, I don't I didn't know that the babies in Tarzan spoke Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, I got, I've worn to the a laugh track. I don't know Klingon, but. <laughs> um, I just imagining something like a foot long clinging to the inside of your body, not in your body, just holding on to a part that you can actually feel like your esophagus or something like that. Not good. Not it's good. It's fine. Uh, uh, you can't tell fun. me about the thing that you want to tell me about. Yeah, no, like, I can't. No. Um, nope. Okay. So you know, nope. you know about uh, the Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, right? Is that where they did football on Nickelodeon? I don't know about that. No. Oh no. no oh, that... are you talking about the fight game? Yes, the platform. Okay. The Nickelodeon Smash Bros. Uh-huh. And then have you heard of uh, the Multiverses game? Is that the the one with the Disney? And I don't know if it has Disney IPs, but it does have um, uh, like Warner Brothers. And I saw like, Fox. Right. right. There's like the Batman animated series. There's Harley Quinn. There was yes. Um, Shaggy was in it. Warner Brothers. Yeah, oh, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Um, what's it called? That, that commercial for it, where they don't show you gameplay. They just show you like a. <laughs> this a is bunch what this screens. universe yeah. would be if it was real. Look like. <laughs> so Multiverses is a real game that's coming out, uh, which I'm I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, but something that I am very excited about that I know is a good thing is Legos. Lego Brawls. Legos. Lego Brawls. Is it just gonna be like it's another Star Smash? Wars? No, it's a Smash Bros. clone. Mm-hmm. It's a fighter, a platform fighter mm-hmm. that looks like it controls just like. Smash Bros and multiverses and all Tekken and whatnot play, but you can like customize your character, give them weapons. It's got Lego pieces from sets in from the all eras. Ninjago. That's really cool. I know that does look like what a in Ninjago. the goddamn Ninjago. But no, he's got a pirate leg and a like a, a dual sided 
short lightsaber or some shit like that and a unicorn head and a pirate hat. Yeah. I tell you what, the only thing I'm excited for and the only game I'm going to play in the near future is fucking Choo Choo Charles. And uh, yes, we are going to play. Oh, I'm so stoked for Choo Choo Charles. Choo Choo Charles is going to be my first like video game let's play YouTube like video thing because I think that is the coolest thing ever. I don't know who made it. Whoever made Choo Choo Charles, you've spent way too much time making this game look fantastic and I applaud you for it. Well, Unreal Engine is like that. I love people who create weird and interesting horror games. I do I enjoy like, a good horror game. I feel like connect with them on a, on a strange level. Yeah. Yeah. I think I need to, before I start writing again, I need to do a quick delve into, like... You want to delve into horror? I do a quick read-through of a really good horror book. I don't know. Got some recommendations. Yeah. You can just read The Fall of the House of Usher. You know it was a really good book? Even though Stephen King's not really the best horror writer, in my opinion. Even though he's one of the most prolific horror writers I've never he's really He's one enjoyed. of the most well-known because he can market his shit. He, well, he also shits out books like they're fucking nothing. <laughs> cocaine will do that to you. But uh, He's a hell of a drug. The, the, the books sell. Yeah, uh, that too. About the radio oh. wave zombies. What? Um, yeah, it's like... Uh, I've never people, heard of this. It's a book by Stephen King, and it's based in the Razor flip phone era. That's cool. And basically, there's a pulse that goes out across cell phone towers that makes people zombies. And it's really fucking good. But there's this one scene in Cell where there's this girl character, like, she's like 13 or 14, you've grown really attached to her, and there's these assholes that you meet a little bit earlier in the book, and they just come driving up on a car on this abandoned street and throw a cinder block into her head and drive away. And, like, it's so abrupt and out of nowhere, and it, it's shocking. And I feel like that was the scariest part of the whole book, was just this one jump scare that he did. That's so weird to consider as a jump scare. It's in a book. Yeah. Like, you're reading it. it for all intents and purposes, it should not surprise you, technically, because nothing is... It happens so quick. But you're reading it, and the pacing is all in your head, so if you're reading it at a certain speed, you'll end up doing that to yourself. It's just funny. It's almost like jump-scaring yourself. You're making yourself yeah. get... Oh. <coughs> I don't know that I've, I've ever read a book that made me scared, Um, but I, I, I like horror that isn't just... Like senseless violence. Oh yeah, no, like for that. sure. Yeah. I wanted to be unsettling in a different way. I don't want it to just be. Oh, maybe you should just watch. Violence. Maybe you should just watch Annihilation then. Oh man, you should watch Annihilation. That's a really good horror movie. It's like it's a cosmic horror. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's something it's beyond terrifying. the comprehension of the people who are dealing with it. It is otherworldly and unnatural. It is very horrifying. It is very eerie. We were both like uh, uncomfortable uh, afterwards. Um, it was crazy. It's an awesome movie. Have you seen uh, The Silent Sea? It's the, uh, oh, is the Netflix the, TV show. Um, the one where the water is bad or something? Like yeah, the water is bad, yeah. The water is bad. No, I want to, because you were telling me about it, and you said it was really good. It is really good. It's so good. It's super unsettling, too. Um, the whole vibe of being in space and like going to explore something, like a mystery, like an abandoned base on the moon, like yes. that is scary. I don't give a fuck. If you are, it doesn't matter if it's violence or if it's like mind games or something like that. You are in outer space. You are the most vulnerable that you can be as like a human, IMO. And it's, it's wild. It, I, I want you to see it before we talk about it, because I could talk a lot about it. If I, if I lived in a, a timeline where I could like, own a spaceship and go out and be by myself with like a cat or something you know <laughs> like oh my god i'm gonna draw a, a short mini comic that's gonna be just a space a, a solo space fair with a, a cat because i never considered having a pet on board my ship and that makes so much sense i mean in a seafaring sense it's traditionally lucky to have a cat on board lucky specifically yeah. that's what well, i mean they eat rats they eat rats and also it's just it's just good to have yeah i mean you need a companion especially if you're going solo oh for sure otherwise you will go insane yeah um, like i'm a plant teach your cat how to drive the spaceship there it is. <laughs> what's it called uh Oh, two things. Two things. Uh, one, Event Horizon. Another good, very, very good space That's horror, horror movie. That's a horror movie that you've told me about, and I would like to see it, because I love the idea of accidentally being in space hell. Yeah, the ship, uh, it, they send a ship out to Saturn, I believe, or something like that. Some far-flung part of the solar system, and it disappears for a period of time, and then it comes back, and it starts sending out a distress signal that's only in Latin. Uh, and they're all, like, fucked up, gory, they've torn their eyes out and shit, they're killing each other, uh, and the message sounds like they're saying, save us, help us, save us, help us. Um, and they go, and a whole bunch of shenanigan fuckery ensues. It's all in space, they're orbiting, it's so fucking cool. It's like Nostromo and, and shit like that from Alien, but, um, a little, I guess, under budget. Like, it's a B, it's a B movie, for sure. Hot take. 
Alien and Predator movies. Alien versus okay. Predator movies? Yeah, but Alien, Alien Isolation the video game rules. Alien and Predator movies are oh. okay. I really like the first Alien movie. Alien Isolation is fucking incredible, and I never finished it because it's hard as hell. It's very scary to watch. I don't think I've seen that one. Alien Isolation is a game. It's a game, oh, a game. that came out on 360, and it rules. Like, even watching Dave play it, like, they booted up my 360, and, like, it still looked beautiful. It is. It is. It's a visually stunning game. That's and how it's... I feel about Dead Space, the original. Dead Space Dead is also visually beautiful. stunning. And it's, like, eerie. It's, like, hauntingly beautiful. The, the large, dwarving spaces that are, like, just outside the window that make you feel tiny, and all of these, like clean, sleek machines everywhere. It's so weird. Oh, there's a video game called Soma, and, like, it's wild, because you start Tell off... Tell me about this. Yeah, you start off for, like, 10 minutes as a normal person, and, like, you go in to get an MRI uh, done on you, or, like, a CAT scan or something done on you, something with your head, because you're having, I think, migraines. And, like, you black out, and then you wake up, and you're, like, in a fucked-up robot body that's under the sea, and you have to, tra to traverse from station to station under the sea, so you have to, like, crawl along, essentially, like, rope pathways lit up, and it's just, there's something there on the outskirts, and you're under the water, and so, like, right away from the edges of where you're walking, it's just nothing but abyssal blackness. Fucking this looks gorgeous. And even though you know that you're a robot, you know you're fine, it's just the imagined crushing weight of all of this dark water leagues and leagues below the surface is just horrifying it's a cool game there are some fucked up visuals in this game yeah there's some fucked up visuals in this game and i love it that's pretty eerie that's... it's it's amazing to watch a playthrough of you'll have i would love for you to watch a playthrough of it i would love to play it i would also love to play it and own it but it also terrifies me because it gets really weird and existential towards the end because it's like yeah you find out that you're, you've been a robot because it was a scan of your mind and then you got reawakened and it's like do you want to save an entire collection of scanned people or do you want to erase them will they ever truly know oh shit you know. the adventure zone it gets wild it gets really wild remember the part of the adventure zone where they go to that planet and they discover uh, the crystal that's holding a whole bunch of like consciousness in them that they like leave to go into robot bodies and they have to decide whether or not to take the crystal with them or destroy it because they'll just become part of the hunger. Yeah. Go listen to the Adventure Zone. It's really good. It's also I wasn't good. directing that at you. I just looked at you. But I'm directing that to, towards the listeners. Go listen to the Adventure Zone. It's really good. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm a big fan of Event Horizon. I would love to watch that sometime because yeah. I think it's really good. I'm a big fan. I should check out the Silent Sea too. Oh, yeah, I think you would like it. When is Multiverse coming out? July. I don't think we have a, a date, a release date for Choo Choo Charles. No, it is coming out this year, allegedly. But I do what? got a release date for Slime Rancher 2, and that's later this year. Slime Rancher didn't need a sequel. It didn't. It really just kind of. I, I when I look at Slime Rancher 2, the trailer of it, it really just kind of feels like it's Slime Rancher extended DLC. Yeah. But like, it's too much content to call uh, a DLC. But it's like it might be like just enough to call it two. Which like I get that. I think it's also about like it's a remaster. It's probably more optimized because the original game runs kind of sluggishly. Sometimes and I, I don't mean to be critical, but like the, the Switch port is not very good. It's a slightly older game, but it's still like on the laptop too. It functions it just great. Um, but I, yeah. I just really don't think it, I didn't think it needed a sequel. Uh, but that is exciting. Wait, does it have a release date? Because I'm just seeing 22. Later, it's supposedly later this year. Fall this Fall year. Fall of this year. Choo Choo Charles is supposed to come out this year. It's, it's supposed to come out early 2022. Yeah. And 2022 is ending. We're not ending, but it's halfway. Midway. Early 2022. Maybe they had some delays. And goddamn, do I want them to take their time with this haunted ass? Train oh, I definitely game. want them to take their time. But I also want them to give it to me. 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 Beta test it. I'm gonna beta. Let me beta test Choo Choo Charles, guys. You've gotten someone who does not actively play video games to beg to play this video game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a feat. That's a feat. I don't like video games, and it's just because mostly it hurts my eyes. But you would play. I would play Choo Choo Charles. So when does Haunted Chocolatier come out? What is what? Haunted Chocolatier. Is this just a it's Willy the, Wonka no, haunted movie? It's by the same one person who makes Stardew Valley. M. Night Shyamalan? No. Oh, Haunted Chocolatier, sorry. Yeah, Haunted Chocolatier is by the same guy who makes Stardew Valley, which Dave did correct for me. I thought that Stardew Valley has since gained at least one other person in its creatorship. No, it's still just one guy. Yeah, Concerned Ape is a single it's guy. It's just a man. It's just Eric Barone. Oh, there's no team behind Stardew no, Valley? No, it's just one dude. Damn, how That's long did it take him to make Stardew Valley? I don't even know. It's been a while. Two Star Games, the uh, the dev behind Choo Choo Charles said, Why do gaming press write about features and release days that developers have never talked about? Recently, some big sites started saying Choo Choo Charles is releasing on consoles this year. Like, damn, why didn't someone tell me? I'm not sure if it's the uh, the releasing this year or the on consoles this year that's the tricky part there. Because on consoles is one thing. They may not be building it to work on PS4 or even like think about marketing it that way. They're a solo developer who just has made indie games up till now. Um, or it's that they are not done with the game and it is not coming out this year. I hope they're done with the game, or at least close to finishing it, because I want to pay money to them to play it. They got birds! They got birds in this shit now! They got birds in this They got birds in this shit now! Okay, what? It's Chuchu Charles? It's Chuchu Charles! They got birds now? Yeah, they got birds now! Fuck! <laughs> and they're flying around with really uh, natural flight patterns. That's pretty cool. Bird. Good work, two-star. Chuchu Charles really looks like, it kind of reminds me of like some of the operations in um, the Blair Witch game that came out recently, which, like, as a game, it's kind of interesting, but, like, not at all much related to Blair Witch, but if, it, if you didn't know anything about Blair Witch, fun game. 
I like Choo Choo Charles because I feel like it's, it's kind of realistic. I feel like that's a, a real life monster that could exist. Uh, uh, like kind of like Junji Ito's uh, shark spider. Junji Ito's anything looks real enough to Snail to exist. The, yeah, no, the I think whole creature. It's one hundred percent legitimately possible that a spider could bite a train and <laughs> become a mutated train and start hunting us all. Well, it would have train, to first be a, train. a train that was a Thomas the Tank Engine style train, or a train bitten by a person to become train person, and then bitten <laughs> by a spider. <laughs> a train bitten by a person? Yeah, a train can't bite a person. It would kill yes, them. Dave. The train ate a human human fruit. That's a that's a that's a one piece reference for you. There you go. Hey Kelsey, if you're listening, that's a one piece hey. reference for you, man. I love you. <laughs> human human fruit actually is a fruit, though, isn't it? Yes, uh, it is. Chopper, chopper, the little deer. Uh, deer, yeah. Who has like the forms and is a, a doctor, what? a surgeon. Wait. He's the medical professional he on the ship. A, he eats a human human fruit. Does he become a human? He becomes a sentient deer that can slowly change his form into that of a human. I'm he has sorry, like different what? forms that have different like proportions of human to deer ratio. Wait, so he was just a deer beforehand? Yeah, yeah a normal deer, and he he accidentally, I guess, or maybe not accidentally, I mean, just, he was a deer like, without thinking to, just ate the devil fruit, the human human fruit. These forms are fucked up. Yes, they are. Red One Piece, it is on my list. I'm reading it after I finish Naruto. Just putting that out there to listeners. But um, I saw One Piece one time while heavily intoxicated. Hell yeah. Um, it's a weird show to watch, I'm sure. Why, um, is, why is Chopper's name Tony Tony Chopper? Because it's Tony Tony Chopper. I don't. Why is my name Fox Evans? I, I, don't I know, know what your name is Fox Evans. I don't know why his name is Tony Tony Chopper. I actually altered the names of every character in the show uh, retroactively. So you do have to say the fruit that they ate in front of it. So his name is actually Human Human Tony Tony Chopper. <sighs> Luffy's is Gum Gum Luffy D Monkey or Monkey D Luffy. I forget which order his name is. Monkey D Luffy. It is Monkey D Luffy. Yeah. I, uh, I remember watching the show and me and my friend Starling were like dying laughing. Starling is a cool name. Go and he, we were just dying. And this dude, Naji, our other roommate, was like, what the fuck are y'all laughing about? And we're like, just watch it, man. Just watch it. And we rewind it and we play it. And even me and Starling are watching it like, wow, this is Why funny. were we laughing at this? <laughs> Why were we just losing our minds over this? Naji is also a cool name. He had some friends with some cool names. I feel like Dade's a cool name. I'm just scrolling through pictures of Chopper and they're all just ridiculous. Yeah. The Blair Witch game is only $9 right now. The Blair Witch game, is that new? Yes. Relatively. So, okay. does it have the same shaky camera found footage no. style? Good. No, in fact, you hold a camera. Yeah. Interesting. I bet you use it to see things that you don't see yeah, with probably. your eyes. Yeah. It's a, it's, I've seen it played, kind of. Yeah. Is it good? It seems fun. If you didn't know, here's the thing. I don't understand its relation to the Blair Witch game much of movies. in the way. Of, yeah. If it was just a game that was just unrelated to the movies, great game. But have you seen any of the movies? I have not seen the Blair Witch. There's movies. multiple uh, movies. I thought it was just the one. There is the one, and then there was a remake. I watched the remake. Um, or the, I don't know if it was a remake or a reboot. Uh, but the the second movie was good. It was pretty good. What movie was it we watched? I believe it was Wolf Cop. It was Wolf Cop, where in the very first like thirty seconds oh, of the movie, movie, they show us these th they show us these like three silhouetted figures, and we're like, I swear to fucking God, if those are the main bad guys, and we don't see them again until the end of the movie, and I'll be fucking damned if they were the main bad guys, and, and we, we didn't, didn't see, see them, them until the end of the, the movie. movie. That's not true though. The main bad guys were like all around three people that were consistently in the movie. It's like Sean. It's like uh, no Hot Fuzz, but again. But we didn't see them until like. We didn't see them come together in the same way we saw them in the beginning of the movie yeah. until the end. But they were present as characters throughout the entire film. That movie fucking sucks. No, it was great. What are you, you talking about? You know what's about? much better? 100% so Wolf. No, that one's worse. That I think movie if rules. We, okay, so here, hear me out. Let's combine the premises of 100% Wolf and Wolf Cop. 100% Wolf Cop. And Bad. let's make that movie. Sucks. Half animation. 100% Wolf Roger has, a, has a dog that fall in love with a, a wolf dog boy. And all it's like the they never dress it again. All of the werewolves, whenever they turn into werewolves, are cartoons. But whenever yes. they're... Thank you. That's exactly what I was thinking. Wait, is he, he was a cop first? And then got bit by Cop a first wolf. wolf second. And it wasn't even that he got bit. It was that they made him get bit because they've been doing this for years. It's how they maintain their immortality or some right, shit. Like then that. they kill a wolf at some fucking point. So then there's also the moonstone, right? In, yeah, which only glo which glows in the presence of werewolves and is owned by werewolves, so it's constantly glowing. And then that also means there's an insane um, ice cream man. And the woman who is trying to kill dogs, right? For their fur? Something like yes. that. Yeah, kill them? Yes, and the dog who is in love with the boy who is also a poodle but a werewolf. A werewolf. Oh, yeah. So, how does that work? How does wolf cop? Is wolf cop a poodle? Wear poodle. A wear poodle? No, the main villain is. Is uh, the wear dog? Why? The is a wear poodle? Because like which one is the main villain? Are you because the the girl that slept with him was actually like the leader of the three of them. So yes. like all of these movies, all of these are gonna be recast. They're all gonna be new characters. It's gonna be a new storyline. We're just taking the premises of these two movies and putting them. In. Oh, I mean, like I'm trying to meld the plots here. I'm trying to make them into a coherent movie from like so he get he turns into a werewolf and he gets kidnapped by the lady who's trying to kill everyone. The woman who is the villain, 
uh, is not the woman who's kidnapping the werewolves and were-dogs to kill them. Uh-huh. It's her, the girl who is the immortal, just like the other she's two people. She's kidnapping werewolves she's... because she needs to get enough fur in order to make her weird wigs. Have you ever seen that episode of Totally Spies where a woman who makes fur coats turns people into like half animal, half human hybrids? And like when they're talking to her about this, she's like, she's like this. Um, someone just knocked at the door. Yeah, she's like this coat that I'm wearing right now is a hundred percent accountant. Oh, someone, sorry. It's a, I didn't. I, I couldn't. I don't know. I couldn't focus. There's someone at the door. And I swear to God, if it's like a salesperson, I'm gonna flip out. No, I don't think it's a salesperson. I don't know what he's here for. That's I'm cool. sure Fox will come back and tell us immediately. But yeah. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Oh, in to- so in Totally Spies. Yeah, uh, that's like what I, I was. Like I was thinking. I was like, I've never seen an so, episode. So a single in Totally episode. Spies, one of the episodes they go to is there's a rash of like disappearances, and like at one point they find out it's this like this like fur coat maker who's like kidnapping people and like turning them into human animal hybrids. They're like covered in fur, <laughs> and she kills them for their fur coats and then sells it as like high quality luxury fur because they're like blends of the animals they are. And at one point when she's like leaving like one of the spies, Clover, like because she had been captured and turned into a half animal, half human hybrid. And she's like, this coat I'm wearing is like 100% accountant. Which like, you skinned a whole ass man. <laughs> they never go back about how like, this one is actively killing people. I love, she's you got just that voice crack perfectly by the creek. She's just the sewing life alchemist. No, her, but, yeah. but backwards. Um, can you, for our listeners and for us, I need to know what that was. was. Oh, okay, so someone just knocked on the door. Yeah. And they went, knock, 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 knock. And I was like, ha, Why ha. is it so loud? Um, and so I got up and I was like, hello. And it's this dude in apartment 208. And uh, a couple months ago, he hit us up and was like, hey, have you seen have this you thing? Have you seen this sewing pattern? My girlfriend ordered it and it's disappeared. And I was like, no, I didn't. And then just now, so he was like, hey, man, have you seen the sewing pattern? I was like, I'm pretty sure we talked about this a couple months ago. He's like, yeah, no, this is a different one. I was like, they ordered again. Oh, it's a different one. It's oh. like a, and they're like antique sewing. Yikes. Yikes. That sucks. So maybe they should get a PO box and not get it delivered here. Hey, yeah. 208. I'm sorry, they're not listening for sure because they don't know who we are. But like, that sucks. Maybe they should have asked the people in 108 because like, uh, if they're yeah, gonna mess up like 08 problem. or like the two or like 118. I and, think like, he's just going around and knocking on everybody's door. And seeing it. That's so that's so shitty though. I'm sorry. I mean, but people will be snatching packages yeah. over here. But I don't know why would they snatch the because anything. It, just take anything. It doesn't matter what it is. They don't know what it is. Yeah, they just want the package because it could be valuable, or they could just have it and that's cool. I guess I can think of a million reasons why a person might think or might steal a. Uh, a package. Don't kick me. Don't put your foot on my chair. Rude. <laughs> Man, y'all hear this? Either. Y'all hear this? I didn't kick you. This is fucking crazy. Crimes are happening in front of me. You're shaking my chair. What are you talking about? This is crazy. Oh, you wanted to shake? I'll shake it. <laughs> I bought ice cream that it's just called churned ice cream, and I don't know what's different about it as compared to normal ice cream. Yeah, I thought I all ice creams were churned. I, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why does this one say churned and this other, and normally other ones don't say churned? Why I, do they? They. Mm, why do they churn this one? Oh, Google. Oh, Google. Uh, Kroger. Kroger also makes an ice cream called chocolate ganache ice cream, and it's so fucking good. My, uh, it's like my, the best chocolate ice cream I've ever had. My grandpa makes uh, homemade peach ice cream. I don't like peaches, but I appreciate your grandpa's homemade ice cream endeavors. It's I made good. homemade cake batter ice cream, and it ruled. Yeah. yeah. Did you put actual cake batter in it? How'd you make the flavor? Oh, I um, uh, I just used like the, I used a cake mix, and then I mostly just like mix it up with like milk and a little bit of salt and everything that goes into ice cream, which was that it was just milk. milk and salt. That's all you need for a cake, guys. Just well, recipes from me: milk plus salt. Put it in a bean and throw it in the oven. That's a cake. Well, like when you eat it like that, um, like first of all, the cake mix already has like some level of stabilizers in it. So you don't need to add any additional stabilizers like eggs or xanthan gum or whatever the fuck else goes into ice cream that can help stabilize it. So when I'm eating the cake batter ice cream, I'm not going to put more stabilizer in it because I don't need it to last that long. I'm not going to make a lot of it. I'm going to eat all of it in the span of like maybe two days. If it's going to be in the freezer for longer than like a week, then you would need to add more stabilizers. I was trying to find out what the difference between regular ice cream and churned ice cream was. Did you say put the cake batter ice cream into the pan, add some milk? No, 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 no. Because that's also funny. Take the ice cream, throw it in the oven and bake it and it'll turn into a cake instead of ice cream. No, no, no. You got to put milk and salt in a pan and the beans. That's it. Milk and salt in a bean. Okay. you put in the oven one of those spherical ones that you roll around because that's fun wait what you could okay so when i was younger um both in class and in my home uh my teacher and my grandmother separately bought these spherical ice cream makers and we at, at school we sat around in like a circle and we put the ingredients in and then we just rolled it back and forth between each other through the entire class and it was cute and it made ice cream and at the end of it we all had ice cream that we could eat and at home my grandma just like took it and she was i think she shook it around or maybe she gave it to me to roll around or something like that but i want an ice cream maker that's like you get to play with it and then you get ice cream that's what awesome. i want what i want what i want cotton candy maker i'm looking up now because like since target's having a bunch of sales on things i'm just looking up ice cream machines have you ever seen the round cake molds like it's a uh, it's too spherical um, two hemispheres yeah and you, you bake 
and you put them together. And there's also some that are two hemispheres, but then you have this other thing you put inside of it so that it makes like a, a, hollow, a, dome, yeah. a hollow dome and you can I've fill seen it up the hollow, I've seen the hollow cakes. I was alive for this commercial in the 90s. <laughs> and commercial awesome. that came on while George Lopez was playing on Nick at Night. Yes. <laughs> 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 George Lopez's face <laughs> coming up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the falling back down. And then it's uh, Benny, family, Benny yeah. Lopez next to his grandma. And I a little ice cream machine that just makes like a pint. I need more ice cream than that. Don't you have a bread maker? Yeah, I have a bread Where's that magic devil box? I know, right? It's in the storage unit. All right, we gotta get the magic devil box. Obviously, I'm gonna get the. You think I'm not stoked to like not have to buy more bread? And just I'm just gonna continuously be making. You made some of really good bread. I made really. Here, the only annoying thing about the bread maker is that like the mixing part, because like the bread maker I have, it's an all-in-one thing. It makes you add the ingredients in, you it mixes them up, it kneads it, it lets it proof, and then it uh, it knocks it out and everything, and then it bakes it in it as well. So it's really fucking loud. Yeah. Um, and it's really really hot, but. The fucking mixing part is at the very bottom of it, so then when it bakes it, and it's like this little cast iron fin, too. So it's in the bread loaf when you take it out. So That's then you have to, then you have to like remove it from the bread loaf and just kind of yank it out. I and was... you have to let it cool a little bit first because it's cast iron and just came out of a hot bread box. I was wondering why your loaves had like a hole in yeah, the Yeah, it, it was the fin. Or like you can make it your make have it make the dough and then just like be watching it and then just transfer the dough into whatever tin you would want for it to like be a loaf shape in. Just, just do like, a live stream where it's us watching a bread box make bread. <laughs> just staring at it. It's good. <laughs> it, it made really good bread. I, I looked up some great recipes on like how to make other bread loaves and like it made a decent sized chunk, so it's like maybe just once a day we could just make a bread loaf. What do you make? think would be necessary for smell vision uh, so electronic signals, and it would have to have a food scientist figure out like all the basic minor particles that go into like various smells, and like candle makers too, whatever weird chemicals go together, and then it would have an electronic sensor that would like open up a tin and like a little fan that blows it out. Yeah, I was thinking something similar, like uh, vials of oils uh, that contain yeah. the different enzymes right. that latch onto your your nose and you mouth. oil scents down to like twenty basic scents that you can combine to make any scent. Yeah, okay. and then like a printer, it like measures the yeah. proportion of each. Oh man, it's like a cartridge dispenser, like an essential oil esque diffuser. Just it'd be like what? It'd be like what? Sweet, floral. It'd be like acrid, smoky, acrid, non-smoky. It'd be like woody, spice, I don't know, scents, vanilla. Sweet, sour, taste. I feel like... Stinky. <laughs> Stinky? I feel Stinky. like once you ran out of a, a, a scent in a cartridge, it would probably smell bad. Yeah, it, it automatically just smells bad. Like, bing! And you got like, oh shit, gotta change my smell of vision. Oh, now I gotta unlock like, DLC of whatever scent this is. God, it just smells it. like a coil in a vape when it's burnt. Just burning cotton. <laughs> Let me go to the store and get my smell of vision vials. Oh, detergent. That's another smell. Can scent be broken... Down. I'm sure it can be broken into basic electrical signals of like we're gonna shock your brain into going. So that's kind of where I was thinking that it would go is that it, like you get pulsed with electrical signals and that tricks your brain into smelling shit. That's weird. Why would I want to hook myself up to a TV whenever I wanted to watch something? No, only when you want to smell. I don't, smell. I don't no, no, I would rather just. What if you're watching a cooking show? Also, okay, I think uh, I think this might break things down for us perfectly. Um, scientists just divided the sense of smell into ten types. Uh, <laughs> unlike colors of the rainbow, or the five types of taste. Until now, the science of smell was too complex to categorize. Uh, we've got fruity, other than citrus, sweet. Fragrant, aromatic, light, pineapple, cherry. Start, wait, what the fuck am I looking at? Why is here? it going down no, specific? Pineapple and cherry. Yeah, specific hold on, give me the full. What, what's going on here? This I'm reading an article. Uh, bad, okay, here we go. bad, very no good. Fragrant, woody slash resinous, chemical, minty slash peppermint, sweet, popcorn, lemon, pungent, and decayed. Popcorn's a sin? Unsurprisingly, the smoke groups have a lot to do with taste. In fact, the authors. Are, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, shit. Okay, no, I'm good. I'm good. I saw 40 seconds. It's about to start uh, playing a, a jingle underneath us. I have a degree. Stuck in, in a corner. I have a degree in villainy. Oh, I didn't know you were a business major. I said villainy, not sucking the life force out of poor people. <laughs> That's guess who that is? That was your favorite Eggman talking to yes, Sonic T. Yeah, Hedgehog. I've seen, I've seen it. You know what? That's why I didn't really elicit much of a reaction out of me. I'm sorry, I saw that and I had to share it. You know what they call uh, immediately? But like, also, why do they go into specific fruits? Yeah, lemon I'm covers sorry. the general citrus class of foods and fruity, all the other. So lemon is for citrus and fruity is for non-citrus. Uh, minty takes care of herbs and woody vegetables. Popcorn is an umbrella term for a range of nutty, fatty, smoky tastes like cinnamon, chocolate, tobacco, burnt objects, or toasted foods, even fried chicken. Pungent and decayed natu naturally depict rotten, moldy foods or drinks to stay away from. I feel like this is arbitrary as shit. Yeah, there's no way it's like actual. Yeah, yeah. How? What are they? Th there's really ten like groups of receptors because the taste buds. We know there's five tastes because there's or five like flavors, flavor profiles because there are five regions of the tongue that are different from each other that respond differently to given chemicals or like don't respond at all. So 
Feels like we could do the same thing with the nose. Probably. <laughs> probably. Just can't use Charlie Sheen as like a, a tester. No, probably not. Uh, maybe the kid, though. Maybe the kid. Yeah, the, the half of a man. The half man. Well, if you are half a man or a mouse or any other type of creature, you probably like listening to Stuck in a Corner live. Do that at stuckinacorner.com. But if you are listening on Spotify, thank you so much. We appreciate all of you. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Email us at stuckinacorner with box7s at gmail.com if you want to. There's two X's, not one, not three. I feel like you should know why at this point. Um, yeah. Who are you? My name's Fox Evans. Oh, yeah, you just said that, damn it. <laughs> you can email me at stuckinacorner with foxevans at gmail.com. There's two X's, not one, not three. I feel like you should know why at this point. Yeah, you, you ran through it so quickly that I like I barely I don't think I said that I was Fox Evans. I just Maybe not. You just said the email. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're an artist that makes music or anything else, you should hit us up so that we can talk about your stuff and play your stuff on our website and all that good stuff. And yeah. you do that at stuckinacorner with foxevans at gmail.com. There's two X's, not one, not three. Uh, I feel like you should know why at this point. That's comedy in threes, baby. <laughs> comedy roll of threes. I was Dade Robinson, and now I will be no longer. Yeah, you should all be happy. Cheer. Yeah, cheer. <laughs> You didn't have a funny, funny ha-ha. Who are you? A resident owl. <laughs> uh, does anyone have anything else? Um, yeah, Alan Gady uh, is an artist out of North Carolina who makes cool uh, percussion arrangements. And um, I think it's spelled A-L-L. Oh, yeah, you're right. It has two L's. I yeah. spelled Alan. Alan Gady. Uh, and I was thinking we could do the Pokemon. Um, oh, yeah. Pokemon Battle Canto Gym, Gym Leader. Leader. Yeah, this is a cover, an arrangement for uh, Percussion Ensemble. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, if you are listening on Spotify, you're not going to hear this. You're only going to hear it if you're listening at stuffinacorner.com, our super dope 24-7 radio station that we play on the radio. Or I guess you could go listen to SoundCloud, because it's there, too, and so is the music. But yeah, that's fair. That's not supporting these artists live. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye. Here's a, a Battle Canto Gym Leader by Alan Gady, as we do a final... Productions.